When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, baseball family, to yet another installment of the Baseball Together podcast. We have an exciting interview to bring you today. John Moore is in the house. He's with us here. Say hi, John. Hey, guys. What's going on? (laughs) We're really excited to have John here. We're going to let you uh, get to know him in just a minute. But first, we're going to see if he gets caught in the rundown. So, John, our first question for you is, what is your quest? My quest? Oh my gosh. My quest <laughs> as far as baseball or general life, whatever you want, John, <laughs> <laughs> golly, hard hitting questions here, man. You guys are journalism majors, aren't you? <laughs> Good Lord. I get, I, you know, my quest is a, is a happy long, I'm, I'm very happily married. I'm a lot older than you youngsters. Uh, <laughs> been, uh, happily married, got a wonderful wife, three wonderful kids. I just hope everyone stays healthy, healthy, healthy and uh get them grandkids and i got my oldest one married off so uh that's that's my quest and and see as much baseball uh, you know what my quest my wife and i have a quest to see every major league ballpark in america along with minor league ones and we're pretty well on our way when we've seen a few so far wow nice that's a great quest all right follow-up question <laughs> what is your favorite color my favorite color is blue. Blue. Mm-hmm. I'm partial to orange too, but blue. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do like blue. Next question. What is your favorite position to watch or focus on during a baseball game? Wow, that's a great question. You know, I, I, uh, I, I'm an old school guy. I really like a good pitcher's duel um, and, and a catcher and watching a catcher call a game. So that, that's probably the most. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a big defender of defense, too. So um, I like all of it. But I guess a good pitcher's duel is really exciting to me. Solid. Agreed. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're all about pitching and defense, small ball here. Yeah. Um, like yeah. big time. I was a catcher growing up, so I, I watch catchers all the time. Love it. Yeah. Love pitching. If your team were a beverage, what would it be? A beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I sorry. Was the Rangers? Is that I'm right? sorry. Was I too? Was I too soon with that? Let me say it again. A beer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now are we talking a Bud Light or is this uh, something on the IPA spectrum or? Are we- I tell you, I like a I like a local blonde brew from any anywhere you go. If there's a local beer or local brewery, I will go in and get your blondes. I'm not a big IPA guy. The dark beers just they don't settle with me right, and it just gives me the belches and everything else. So a good blonde <laughs> beer from any local brewery, my wife and I are usually on board. We love them. That's wonderful. That's great. Uh, which Texas Ranger throws the best parties? the best parties mm-hmm. um <laughs> uh you know uh, uh let's see I, I would have to say um in all time or like on the current roster Ooh, uh let's see both. your let's discretion yeah 
<laughs> I, I think I think all time from uh, I, I don't know if you know this you guys know this or not but there's a former major league player named Jeff Fry and he he hosts a pod, podcast and I'm his producer and the stories I've heard about him and and all the different guys we've had on sounds like Jose Canseco the former Ranger probably through the best parties um, he, he, Jeff Hulse Jeff Hulse was on the other or David Hulse was on the other night he played for the Rangers and the Brewers for a few years and he talked about when Canseco was with the Rangers that he flew him and his wife out to florida to stay at his house so they could play golf and beat a rod <laughs> so it, and and canseco was always going out so it sounds like that guy would probably through the best parties on the team today probably throwing the best party I, I guess golly i would i would probably guess i would probably say someone like elvis until he got traded so mm. uh, gallo i've seen gallo we've seen gallo go to a couple things and have a couple beers maybe joey gallo now, are we playing golf and beating A-Rod? He or did. are we they, playing golf and beating A-Rod? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they meant they shot a better score than A-Rod did. It was kind of because, uh, just yeah. I felt he, like it should be clarified there. Especially with Conseco. There's so many people on both sides of that argument, you know. I just. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> The good follow-up, Brig. I appreciate that. All right, <laughs> John. When it comes to hats, are you a snapback, flex fit, or fitted kind of guy, or are you a dad hat guy? I am a uh, see on ball caps. Uh, you know, I I I, I kind of like the the I do like the fitted hats, um, the flexible fitted hats. I really like those. I don't really care. I don't. I'm not old school with the ones that sit up high on your head. I just like a good, and I really, I forget what they call them now where they look like they're kind of worn out and used. I really love those hats. Yeah. Um, but, but I, here's what I am. I'm a guy that thinks if you're gonna wear a ball cap, you wear the cat straight on your head, you wear it straight ahead and, and do that. I coached for a little while with little kids. And I said, you know, when you walk off the field, you want to put it backwards, do all that. I do that too sometimes, but when you're on the field, we're all going to have our hat straight on. Mm -hmm. um, I like to bend the bill a little bit, the flat hat, you know, and uh, uh, that's not my thing, but that wasn't my thing growing up. That's a new thing now and I'm getting used to it, but I, I don't wear the flat hat. I always, yeah. use the, I always bend the bill a little bit. So what's yeah, your favorite fourth inning snack then? My fourth inning snack is probably yeah. going to be either peanuts uh, I like to go get some peanuts or popcorn to go with my beer. Usually. Mm -hmm. I, nice. I feel like anybody who can eat popcorn in public is brave because yeah. I find myself just like handful after handful, like I'm never going to get it again. Just like, <laughs> you know, and so that's like the one food I will not eat in public. Well, so, so I'm credentialed media for the Texas Rangers and they provide free popcorn. So it's really a pain uh, because you just can mm -hmm. keep going back and just sitting there at your, at your computer, just, they're big the spenders time. down there in Arlington. Oh yeah, they're big. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> All right, John. Which current Texas Ranger could you strike out? Could I strike out? Ooh, current Ranger. It's got to be a pitcher, right? So you got to think of a pitcher that you might <laughs> yeah. could strike out. So yeah, I, um. God, they're they're all athletic. I, I would say on this team, God, they'd probably all take me yard. It wouldn't even be a problem. Uh, let's see. If I had to pick one on there now, maybe you're looking at someone like uh, they just brought in this guy from uh, Korea named Yang. He looks a little pudgy. Maybe I could, you know, try to run him inside and see if I can ch jam him up or something. Uh, they, they're probably all going to take me yard. I think if I if I aired it out, even at my younger days, I might top out at about seventy one or two. So right, I'm probably just tossing batting practice. Uh, 
That's so. great. <laughs> That's great. So my next question for you, John, is, uh, is will Chuck Norris be throwing out uh, the first pitch at a game in the new stadium this season? And, and if so, how long will the catcher be on the injured list? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, I wonder if he's ever done that being he's, he does live in the Metroplex, I think uh doing that if he's if he goes i don't know we got some we got three young tough catchers down here in texas i chuck might be in trouble what is he 75 now something like yeah, that that's right <laughs> probably still do the splits <laughs> yeah <laughs> not fair <laughs> all right last one fair that's he can gurgle peanut butter so yeah don't. that's right <laughs> all right last one for you what is your favorite memory covering the texas rangers my favorite, you know, I, I uh, so covering them, um, it, it's I've only been doing it for a few years now, and I was there. So if y'all don't know, we have a brand new stadium uh, that we just built, a big indoor stadium. Um, and on the, I was at the very last game of the old stadium, and after the game, media is allowed on the field. We were down on the field, and I was standing right there at home plate when they dug up home plate and did this whole ceremony. A lot of the old Rangers when I was growing up. Uh, were there and we got the they took it across over to the new stadium which was still in the process of being built but it was to take home plate and put it over there that was Mm. uh, that was an amazing time to do that and probably the first game I ever got to attend as media was pretty cool Um, I kind of kept my mouth shut and my head down as I was it was brand new doing it and uh, and following around now I'm good friends with you know all the tv and radio crew and all the all of them I've gotten to know them now but back then I was just kind of like a deer in the headlights and making sure I didn't say anything wrong basically yeah that is 100 percent the experience of the first game (laughs) absolutely yeah I uh, I was at I was in the press box for at a twins game and Tory Hunter came walking through because it was his is the weekend he's getting inaugurated in or uh, initiated into their ring of honor and I was like, oh, my gosh. And then, like, you know, everybody else was there. You had Rick Aguilar and a bunch of other Hall of Famers and stuff. I just, like, just mind my P's and Q's. I understand that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, do, I, I do have one story that was that's really cool. So, in the old stadium uh, – so, and this is – believe me, I'm an old Ranger fan. I started back in 74, the first game I ever attended. And this wow, was the nice. old – old Arlington stadium. And then they built in 94, the stadium that we just left. And Mm -hmm. so my first year in the press box, um, back behind where the press is, there's a, a, like a, a room where you go eat, they, you know, they, they put out a buffet dinner and you eat the dinner and they, all these tables to sit at and they have soft drink machines and all of that. No beer. I guess in the old days used to be beer, but there wasn't beer. So you could go get a soft drink or whatever. So I'm going to get uh, the Oreos are in town and I go running over to get a Diet Coke, get my Diet Coke refill. And as I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm doing it. Somebody bumps me and uh, got, and he turns around. No, he was in front of me. That's what it was. He was in front of me. And I was just kind of looking at my phone, getting ready to get it. And I couldn't see who it was. He was in front of me on the machine. He kind of runs back, he bumps into me, turns around, grabs my, he goes, Hey man, really sorry. I'm sorry about that. And I'm like, no, no, no problem. And I look, it's Jim Palmer. And he's like, and I, and so I'm putting it on Jim Palmer just apologized to me. I cannot believe that. <laughs> and he was like, are you sure you I was like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm fine, man. Yeah. Yeah. You could have spilled it all over me and I'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Fantastic. That's awesome. All right. Let's take a short break. When we get back, we're going to talk to John about some more uh, Texas Rangers baseball. Welcome back, baseball family. We have John Moore with us again. We're going to get more into Texas Rangers baseball, and I have a few questions for him about ba- baseball in Texas in general. But uh, let's let's start with that new stadium. We talked a little bit about it last last segment. We were getting to know John with the rundown. 
But what is, John, what's one feature about this new stadium that baseball fans are just going to love? Air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> Was that it's why it's a lid, right? <laughs> you knew it. it. <laughs> Man, I'm going to, let me tell you something. Let me just break it down for those. There's a lot of people that, all oh, the purest that'll sit there and tell you, I cannot believe we're going to play indoors, all of this. And I'm like, you have never come down to texas and and i've been coming since 1974 like i said when i was a little kid i was about seven at that time and it is hot even in the evenings look you can have a game time at 705 pitch and and you look at the temperature it's 94 degrees at at game time you can't imagine how hot it is down on the field and so when you're there sunday afternoons rangers always played sunday afternoon games at one o'clock uh central time that's that's dead august it's a hundred hundred and three degrees i'm sorry it's hot and i mean you get burned if you don't have on your if you're not underneath in shade it whatsoever and uh last year uh, there were no fans last year but we we were we did have access in the press box um to be there and i'm telling you right now what they're gonna love you know my last year at the stadium when i was in the press box i never realized how much i appreciated the air until i would leave and go meet a fan or go do something down down in the stands it was hot and then i'd get back in the press box and be very happy we're open air. The press box in Texas now is open air. So there's oh. no glass. There's a, it's just open air. There's the, oh. and, and by the way, the highest spot in the whole thing. I mean, I told people, if you think we're lucky because we get media credentials, that sounds really cool and all of that. But literally, I think we counted me and a couple of the beat riders and they're like eight rows or there's only eight rows in the whole stadium that are higher than us. I mean, oh. we're way <laughs> up there, but we are kind of behind home plate back over there yeah. to the right side, you know, but we, all of us, it's funny. You see them, they all have binoculars. They're all. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So when but I was there, yeah. yeah, when, when I was, a, I went to uh, Ranger stadium globe life in yep. uh, 2019 and mm-hmm. it was a Sunday afternoon game, just exactly what you're saying. And the ushers, we went and sat, found our seats. Cause you know, I'm a purist. I am. Yeah. I want to sit where I'm, you know, I want to be up against the railing and everything. Yeah. And they were like, no, 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 you're not from here. Are you? <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, my wife and I looked were like, no, they're like very clearly get your butt up, up here, come yeah. back into the shade. And they had been ushering everyone not to their seats that they paid for, but to the safer location. They yeah. handed me a water. I, I mean, so I was impressed with the entire experience and it was so hot. Oh, and it's great. And here's the thing that I never knew. And I learned this when I became uh, media. Uh, so I, we would go down and bat and practice before every game. And you could go down on the field, just stand behind the batting cage and watch them take that, which was pretty cool because yeah. – from that angle, we're getting to watch a ball they're hitting out and, and doing all that. And so, but we can also sit in the dugout, you know, you know, while they're taking bat practice. So, so a couple of me and a couple of the other writers and podcast, whatever we set out, you know, we go over there and we sit in the dugout. When you sit, you always see the guys. And if you see the old Ranger games, they're always sitting, not on the bench, but they sit up with their feet on the bench back behind it. There's air right there. And I they come in right behind them. There's air. And I was like, Hey, there's air in here. And I'm like, I don't feel as sorry for these guys, man. They got air right here, but it was still so hot. There's no movement down there on the field, no wind movement whatsoever. Wow. You know, I've actually always wondered about that because we had, I played in like two or three games in high school where we had those underground dugouts like that. And we went ahead and sat mm-hmm. up on the bench, you know, cause that's what the big leaguers do. And I always assumed that it was because when you're down low, you, all you see pretty much is the top step, and then like yeah. grass, you know? Yeah. So I was like, you got a yeah. better view from there. Why not sit? But that air situation, that's a game changer entirely. Yeah. <laughs> and I always wondered if the, if the, if the Rangers played any kind of uh, 
home field advantage there and not and did not give that to the <laughs> to the I didn't I never went and sat in the opposing dugout because they had their own people in there and that's so I don't know if it was over there. I'll bet it they sounds did. like a very it sounds like a very Bill Belly Belichickian thing to do. Yeah, yeah no <laughs> turn kidding. off the AC. <laughs> well, you can't deflate baseballs. So that's true. Yeah, you can juice them, but you can't deflate them. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's well, fantastic. So. um how long was the new stadium in the plans? You know, was, is it something they'd been thinking about for, for a very long time or was, was it more of uh, you know, like, oh, okay, fine. We got to do something. So, so it, it, so in 1994, they built the new one and, and it was the first look. If, if you've ever seen pictures of the old one, that's where Nolan Ryan pitched back in the old days. It was, it's technically, it was a triple A field that they just kept adding stands to. Yeah. And, uh, and so they really needed to upgrade it. And so the new, the Globe Live Field, uh, Globe Live Park, excuse me, it's Globe Live Field now, but Glo- Globe Live Park was a very beautiful stadium. It was really nice, but just didn't have the air. So they, after getting in it a couple of years, they started realizing, golly, maybe we should have considered, you know, like Houston did and put a roof on it. But they started talking are there plans maybe to just build a roof just add a roof and then i think architects went over it and over it just couldn't figure out uh how to do it and the expense of what they were gonna have to do to even put a roof over it or have one to to come in was going to end up being an issue uh going to be so expensive that they almost like well maybe we need a new stadium uh something to that effect so 94 was when it came in so you're talking it was 25 years that they that they kept that stadium and then it it was really about a three or four year process there was grumblings there were talks that they wanted to do it there was a lot of thought that maybe the rangers were losing out on some of the free agent pitchers who who they would hear from other pitchers and say hey you know yeah that it does get hot there and you know you really got to keep you know and other teams would come in and play and on a good on a hot day it was it was it was bad and so i think it scared them off and so it was a couple year process then they they finally got a bond passed because in in it's actually arlington texas have y'all ever been down here you did you said you came down here have you been down Mm -hmm. here before Uh, i haven't i haven't no brad you haven't okay so so dallas and fort worth is a you know, you got Dallas, Fort Worth, they're probably about 40 miles apart from Dallas, mm-hmm. Fort Worth. In the middle is Arlington. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, Arlington's kind of a suburb and, and all of that and, and has become kind of a destination. Now they've got a Six Flags over Texas there. Now the Cowboys play there. Yeah, um, right and across the, the street, yeah. Right, yeah. Dallas, Dallas messed that up. Uh, they used to play in Irving, <laughs> Texas. Uh, mm-hmm. Jerry Jones <laughs> kind of uh, said, you know, I want to build a stadium in, in, in downtown Dallas, which everyone's always thought that would be fun to do. And the Dallas mayor at the time basically said, you pay for it yourself. And he said, well, I thought maybe we'd get some tax break to do that. It would cause revenue. <clears throat> and then he said, I'll, look, I'll, I'm in Irving now. I'll just go somewhere else. Maybe I'll go to Arlington. And the mayor said, yeah, you're going to take the Dallas Cowboys to Arlington. <laughs> and uh, a week later, he cut a deal with Arlington. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, she was ironically not reelected for some reason. That oh, didn't no, happen. No. So uh, anyway, but that so it's become a neat place and they've got a new hotels built there. And then they've got this thing called Texas Live, which is this big development with all these bars. And you can go in and have a beer and watch the big screens and watch the games, all these restaurants. And so um, it, it's really it's it's really cool cool how they did that so it was about a three-year process they finally got the bond passed they got it through and uh and and there we had that thing started going up they took out a few parking lots that we used to all park in and mm-hmm. man it was a it, that thing went up pretty quick uh it seemed like it like you would every time you come back there were new walls up or something but it's it's very nice it's a really nice facility 
it looks yeah, really nice excited it, about it. it it did feel like it went up a lot faster than what i would have expected especially building that size yeah, yeah absolutely um i have i have a specifically like a rangers players question um yeah. as a fan of an of another aos team i'm actually a mariners fan um i want to know though as a, as a baseball fan in general who are some guys that we should keep an eye out for this year on the rangers i know gallo has talked about uh that i think it was him who said uh i'm not gonna play like i did last year or something like that yeah so gallo uh so one of gallo's problems was joey gallo's who we're talking about and joey gallo was not he was not uh protected in the lineup he was basically the the only power and the only real threat in the lineup joey was also a little bit admittedly he admitted it. Uh, he was just a little bit uh, intimidated when they first took some batting practice in there. The ball did not carry like the old stadium with the open air. And so then all of a sudden it took him about half the year before he realized if, if you're big and strong, you can drive the ball out of here. It's not, you know, and then all of a sudden he started driving the ball out. Um, but so some names that you don't know that, that will be to someone to watch for um, the number one prospect is a guy named Josh Young. He's a third base prospect. Um, the only reason, excuse me, the only reason Young won't make the opening day roster is that he's only played, uh, only had 177 minor league at bats, uh, but he has just crushed it. He played at the alternative site last year. Um, they they fully expect him to be the starting third baseman, but may not be for at least a month or two before the all-star break, but they'll, they'll bring him in. That's one guy to watch. Um, You've got uh, Leody Tavares is going to be probably the center fielder. Really smooth. That guy looks like he glides. He, a lot of these guys <laughs> got called into action last year that, 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 uh, you know, and, and you know, I get the, the, you guys as Mariner fans dealt with the situation where they just lost their president of baseball operations over admitting that they were kind of messing with the service time. Uh, Rangers don't do that. Uh, they have, if, if you're there, they bring you up. They've done it before. They did it with Elvis Andrus. Um, they, they will bring you up if they think that you can help the team. And uh, so I, I'm pretty proud of them for that. Uh, but they, you know, with injuries and the season being weird, I think it was when last year kind of started the way it is, they basically, they just started kind of cutting bait with veterans and saying, we're going to start playing kids. Um, we got to see what we have here. So that's the two names uh, in pitching. Kyle Cody came up. He was a starter, came up last year. He's only had, he only had about 20 innings. So he's going to be probably held to maybe only a hundred innings this year, but that guy's mm -hmm. potential ACE, but um, uh, he won't, he won't get enough innings. You'll, you'll just know, watch his numbers will be pretty good, but, uh, or he has the ability to be an, a top sure. rotation guy. Nice. Yeah. Did you Actually, have some break? Sorry. Well, I wanted, I was, I was going to get into service time because, you know, that's, that's a hot topic right now is service time yeah. manipulation and how, you know, the teams are doing it all across the league. And it's interesting to hear you say that you have seen no evidence of that in Texas. That's, that's, I mean, truly fantastic and all, almost remarkable. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Well, and, and, and for teams that it's the one way that owners look, and, and I'm not a guy that comes out there and, and just rips the owner's left and right that and you know like the, the the texas rangers aren't spending a lot of money right now and texas ranger fans go crazy and i'm trying to explain 
now's not the time to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You've got, you've got a lot of young kids that you really need to see what they are. Then if they come out and stay, you know, look, the Rangers, it would be a great season if they could win 75 to 78 games. It'd be a great season, especially how young they are. Then when you know, okay, that's going to be my shortstop, my, you know, we've got, you know, you've got Clayton Kershaw who want, could come home to Dallas. You've got uh, Trevor story is going to be a free agent. You can go out and get mm-hmm. Trevor story. I mean, you, you can, you can load up and Joey Gallo with, with Trevor story, David Dahl's now in the lineup. You've also got uh, Nate Lowe that they traded for that's that's coming over right now. I mean, he's protected in the lineup. He's had two spring training games uh, this year and hit two home runs. So Joey's already uh, seeing the the benefits of being a little bit protected in that lineup so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, I, that, service time manipulation me, has always been interesting to me because I've always been the guys like don't bring guys up too early because as a Mariners fan, I saw Mike Zunino who was like a triple a all-star you know he could hit all the kinds all the pitching and and i mean i saw him hit a ball out of a smith's ballpark in salt lake on like the first pitch yeah. he saw of the game you know but then he comes up and he's not ready for big league pitching and i don't know yeah. if it's because he only spent a year and a half in the minor leagues so i've always been a fan of like keep guys down for at least two years you know let them yeah. work their way through especially if they're a high school kid, they, they need to really uh, acclimate into, into playing like that. Uh, some of these college kids, you know, uh, uh, Josh Young was a number eight overall pick and he was a, uh, he was a college third baseman for Texas tech university. So he's played, you know, some pretty competitive ball mm-hmm, coming yeah. into this, but he has been everything advertised. And I think there are a lot of fans that say he needs to start the season in triple a, I mean, I mean, start that needs to, he needs to go ahead. They need to get him up here. And I'm, I'm one of the guys going just, you know what, look, if he makes this team out of spring training, he's far better than we already think he is. And we already think he's going to be a great player. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) so if he makes the team, it means he has surpassed everything. And it's like, there is just no reason to take him to triple A. You know, he's, he's hitting a thousand. He finally got his first at bat today and he drove in a run. So, but he just, he's only had 177 at bats. I'd like to see him go down, play every day at triple A. There's going to be travel there. They do fly in triple A, get down there, get about at least a couple hundred at bats maybe. And then, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and look, if you're there and you're, if you get a hundred, 150 at bats, you're hitting 360, you got eight home runs, you got a 950. Yeah. There's no reason for you not to go ahead and come on up. You know, let's get on up here and start playing. But I would just love to see him every day do that. And it gives them time to move any players they have if they want to, you know. Look, nobody's tied down to third base right now. They're just kind of waiting on Young to get here. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I'd like to stay on the controversial subjects for a minute, if that's okay with you. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of talk about Pudge Rodriguez, you know, being in the Hall of Fame and all of his performance enhancing uh, stuff like that. I mean, with that, with that history, what is that? Where do you land on the PEDs in the Hall of Fame? I think maybe let's start with that question. So, um, well, first of all, if you've tested positive for it, look, there's speculation around a lot of guys. I mean, Sammy Sosa never tested positive for steroids, but everybody just assumed that he was on steroids. You got, uh, what was his name for Baltimore? Brady. Oh, Brady uh, Anderson. Yeah. Anderson. That, yeah. That came in and had the one year. He just all of a sudden he hit 50 home runs. And, uh, you know, you know, there's, I mean, he's not a hall of famer though. So we're talking about hall of Raphael. Look, Texas is associated with PEDs. Um, you've got, uh, Jose Canseco played for Texas. You've got mm-hmm. Rafael Palmero who so famously sat in court and said, I did not take steroids. And then he was 
tested positive for it and was kicked out for the you know rest remainder of that season and you know never recovered from that I, so if you're gonna if you're going to start considering it i mean a lot of people did it back then um it, it was a it was around the whole league uh, the mitchell report See, the Mitchell report threw a lot of guys under the bus, even though they never tested positive for it. That just yeah. had all those names that came into it. So then everyone just assumed. And you had to have some contrition and come into it. And so, you know, people like A-Rod who came back and admitted, hey, I signed a $252 million contract. It was the biggest one in history. And I felt the pressure. And so, you know, someone said I ought to try it. Um, I, you know, that, that you can take that for what it's worth. I mean, at least he should. Um, Andy Pettit. Uh, tried it some and then but he came back and people forgave him I don't know if he'll be in the hall of fame over that situation uh Pudge there was some rumors but you know Pudge never got looped in even when he was here he wasn't ever looped in with that group I, I think PEDs if you're gonna let one in you gotta let them all in and uh right. so it really mm -hmm. depends on where you do it and then if you're gonna do that then you gotta really seriously consider Pete Rose I mean the guys paid his dues um you know uh, uh there and and you know, he, he, did he ever bet against his team? There's no proof he did. He did admit he bet it on. He bet on his team, and that's when he would. You know, so I, I, gosh, it, it's such a touchy subject. The purist in me says, "Forget y'all. You, 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 you know, you were you were horrible for the game." But the other part's like, well, if you were the best of everyone that was doing it, I mean, you know, there, there's a it's it's main thing was you recovered quick. That's what the main mm -hmm. thing about steroids you could recover quicker. So, yeah. I yeah, for sure. It's a great question. It's a great question. So let's let's continue on along this vein with cheating and things like that. I want to know as somebody who lives in Texas, um, as a Rangers fan, what was kind of the pulse with Rangers fans and, and people just baseball fans in Texas in general about the Astros and the sign cheating or the sign stealing? Man, that it, we loved it. Uh, we loved it. Look, there was, there was a big, so there's a, there's a history. So the Astros and Rangers have never had really bad blood um, until uh, a couple of years before uh, that all happened. Do uh, y'all remember the hurricane Katrina yeah. came in and, and flooded uh, Houston and Houston flooded. And so uh, what happened there, uh, Houston basically threw Texas under the bus. It was really kind of crappy what they did. So the, their Nolan Ryan's son, Reed Ryan was president for, for them. And so there was a series so that uh, the stadium flooded. Uh, they were supposed to be playing or Houston flooded. The stadium was okay, but Houston flooded and they couldn't get everyone around. It was a, may not have been Katrina, maybe another hurricane, whatever it was. Anyway. So um, they, they canceled the games that weekend and, and Texas. So what happened was Houston, Texas was supposed to be playing in Houston. Okay. So Houston basically said, I tell you what, why don't we just come up there? We'll play our series there. And then we have another series coming up. I think at the next month or whatever, we'll just switch and we'll come down there. Well, that, that all sounds great, except that there's a lot of things that go into your tickets and you have a lot of people you, like my son stole a base. So I had to pay this money and he, we had tickets to that game and he got to go out on the field and steal a base and all this stuff. There's all these things that are lined up before the season starts. And all of a sudden you're going to yank that out from under my, we had people traveling in from Illinois to watch that thing. And so John Daniel said, well, hang on a minute. He said, I can't necessarily make this decision on the spot because I've got to consider our fans for that series. But if y'all want to come up, we can just play it right here. We'll give you the entire gate. You'll get every revenue. We'll give you all the money. Well, it became this big thing where Rangers don't care about Houston, this whole thing. And they really threw them under the bus. And then once the dust settled, 
most people just thought the Rangers were being jerks. Um, when, when the truth was, say they weren't playing the Rangers um, and, they, and the Rangers weren't going to be in town, they would have come and played at Texas. They'd have played their home games there until the stadium was ready to go. Instead, what did they do? They got mad. They said, no, that's not what we're going to do. So Texas and Houston went and played in Tampa Bay in front of like 11 people. <laughs> and Houston got no money out of that deal. They didn't get anything. And it was kind of like, are you kidding me? You know what you could have drawn in Texas? You would have had Houston people all over. They'd have probably cut prices, get everybody up there. And, and so that started it. So when the sign stealing came out and they got busted for it, I mean, we were – thought it was funny <laughs> you know what? Uh, we're kind of like really okay get off your high horse why don't you you know you like to throw other people on the bus now you get it so uh, it was an issue yeah i mean we, we we didn't exactly uh hate it let's just say that so there's still the bad blood then there is um yeah. that, that it's a good rivalry it'll be a good rivalry i'm glad they're in the same division now yeah yeah, yeah, that's what we've talked about is them being in the same division. We wondered if this would light some kind of fire, but that context that really helps. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, and as another as a fan of another AOS team, it's like it's about time something happened to those guys cuz it was like you yeah. know, as a Mariners fan, I hated the Astros for a long time, even when they were really bad because for some reason they'd still win. You know, the Mariners yeah. being contention in September and they'd still go lose to the Astros and get eliminated from the playoffs, you know? It's like yeah, and then finally right. that happens like vindication. You know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you know that in the Mariners have had the even when Texas was going to the World Series, they never did great against the Mariners in those years. Um, uh, but you know what, you, as a Mariner fan, we're kind of in the same boat, except that we did actually make it to the world series yes. twice. Uh, but, uh, I tell you what I, I've said, as I've, I, in my predictions think that, that the Mariners are going to finish in the top three this year. I, I, oh, this year. I, I do believe, yeah, this year, I think they are, uh, I think they're going to finish in the top three and maybe have a chance to compete for a wild card. I like what they've done over there. I like it a lot. Um, I've said a number of times I have them winning the World Series in 2023. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just because everybody's going to hit. I feel like at that that year. What What's the kid's name? Kalenic. Kalenic. Jared Kalenic. Yeah, that's yeah. the kid. That's really that's the one that was in the controversy. But apparently mm-hmm. that kid's that kid's a stud. He's really good. And you know what? Last year I was watching all their summer camp stuff, and watching him, I wasn't like I wasn't overly impressed with him because I didn't feel like there was a, a lot of hustle, but now that story comes out where they told him, you're not going to make the big league squad this year. Anyway, like, yeah, I get it. I wouldn't have hustled either. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> Why? What's the point? Yeah. But yeah, no, exactly. I mean, he's, he's the number four prospect in minor league baseball right now. And then Julio yeah. Rodriguez right behind him at number five. I mean, I think the Mariners will have possibly the top, top outfield in the big leagues in a couple of years with those yeah. guys up. They're gonna if they, if they perform like they're supposed to, they're going to be good. Yeah, be really good. Well, we are getting low on time here. Uh, let's finish with one thing here. Um, why don't you give us, speaking of predictions, why don't you give us some predictions this year? What do you think the Rangers are going to do? Uh, and let's just go go on from there. Yeah, so in, in my personal thing, on the, I don't know that the Rangers will finish last in the American League West. They could. Uh, they, they have a capability. Look, they're not going to compete for a wild card. If they do, they're going to way they'll be way overperforming uh what they should do i think I, i've got them winning about 75 76 games i think the west has still got to go through um oakland um and i think a second place and third place will be somewhere between actually houston and houston and seattle i think the angels may be the team that fall down to the bottom they still haven't addressed their pitching issue as far as world series goes and what's going on before that 
Um, there's a good chance that I, I like the, uh, the Padres or the, uh, out of the national league, you got the Padres or the coming out of the West, actually, it's going to be one of the teams out of the West, either the Dodgers or the Padres and what they've done out of the American league. The Yankees are going to be competitive coming out of there. Uh, Oakland never as good as they are. They don't ever go far. And so my guess is probably Yankees Padres. And then if I have my way, it'll be the Padres winning it. Cause I never want the Yankees to do anything. Fine. There you go, Brig. <laughs> Well, I was going to ask you where people can find you in your work, but now I won't. <laughs> Are you a Yankee, a Yankee fan? fan. Yes. Big Yankee fan. <laughs> You've offended the royal we. You know, I want you to know. All of us. It's I like, think I think 28, 27 World Series is enough. You know, let's mother guess. It's a yeah. lot. It's not enough, but it's a lot. Yeah. They'll be good, though. Yan- Yankees will be the team to beat, you, you know, out of the Central. You do have the White Sox that look like they're going to be better this year. I still yeah. think it'll be the Yankees. So before we go, tell us where we can find you. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Ranger Nation Pod, at Ranger Nation Pod on Twitter. Uh, I write for Dallas Sports Nation. If you go there, you can find the blog. I I do a lot of writing there, and that's basically where you can do it. I'm on Instagram at Ranger Nation Pod also. I can't figure out Instagram. I have My kids have to help me on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, John, thanks for joining us. Let's uh, close this out before it closes us out. And, uh, Let's have you on again soon. This was awesome. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Anytime. Just let me know. Thanks again, John. Yeah. You got it, guys. Appreciate it. Talk Bye. to you later. Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.